Hey, hey, my friends. I am so excited for you guys to be tuning in today. We are kicking off season two of The Daily with Haley. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear from all of the wonderful people that are lined up in season two. Seriously, have some awesome people with some awesome nuggets and some seriously awesome testimonies, like off the charts. <laughs> so, this season is going to be based on and really taking a deep dive in trusting God. If you guys know me personally or have followed along my journey a little bit, you will know that 2023 was definitely a season for me that I had to trust God completely. There was no, um, there, there really wasn't any question about me trying to figure out the plan on my own because God had a different plan in all aspects of my life. And, and I'm going to kind of share a little bit about that in this episode because I really feel like it's important for me to share my story because it just highlights even more why I like to do this podcast because I am so, so, so passionate about other people telling their story because then you guys will know that you're not alone because we all face different things. We all go through different trials and tribulations in life and, you know, we're not alone in that. And oftentimes, as you guys know, when you face things and you face different adversities in life, the first thing the enemy, the enemy, Lord, I'm getting so excited. I can't even talk. Um, the first thing the enemy does is he tries to isolate you, right? Like he isolates us to make us feel like we're alone. Nobody understands what we go through, right? Nobody has ever been through this type of situation. You know, we just feel so alone. And that is why I felt so led and called to start this podcast and to have people come on to share their testimonies and to share their stories is because we're not alone in that. And when we're going through different things in life, although everybody's testimonies are different, the one common factor in all of them is God, right? So the one common ground is that God showed up on the scene and God made a way when there was no way. And that's the common denominator. And so I pray uh, that my prayer for you is that through listening to this episode and all the episodes to come is that you will just see that you are not alone in whatever you're going through in life. And that even though it sometimes feels impossible and it feels like a breakthrough is never going to come, it will. And I want to talk to you guys today specifically about being in the wilderness. And so I'm going to share a little bit of my testimony in this past year, but before I do, I want you guys to join me in taking a deep dive into Matthew 4 verse 1, and that is going to be, verse 4 starts by saying, um, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, verse 2. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Verse 3, the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. So before we go a little any further, I want to first say, have you ever been in a season in your life where you felt like you were being taunted and tempted by the enemy? Because I know I have. And it said that Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and he was hungry right? He was, he was hungry. And as I was reading this, you know, one night in particular, this verse came to me when I was really having a rough night. And I was like, God, I remember just breaking down. I was like, God, I am there. Like 
I am here, Lord. I am I am in the wilderness like I've never been before. I am so thirsty and I am so hungry for answers and for direction and for purpose. And the one thing that God really, really, really spoke to my heart in that moment was that tempted was the key word, right? Tempted. So we were tempted, or I'll speak for myself. I was tempted in that moment to just give up, right? I was tempted in that moment to just throw in the towel and be like, you know what, God, I know what you've said over my life. I know what you've said over my plans, but I just don't think it's going to come to pass, right? And so that's a human response. Like, let's be honest. We are all human, right? We've all had those moments in our life where we feel that we're in the wilderness. And so again, I ask you, are you in the wilderness today? Do you feel like there's something that is just, the enemy is just tempting you with? And I don't know what that looks like for you, but I'm going to share a little bit about what that looked like for me. And to be honest with you, I am being very raw and real and and I'm just kind of really shooting straight. So I shared a little bit in season one about when I had got laid off at, at my previous job. And that was kind of the beginning, I would say, of a really hard time in my life. And although when I was let go, you know, of course it was very unexpected. And I still, let me just say, this, I wasn't planning on saying this, but I just feel like it's important. Um, You know, there's so many times in our lives where we go through so many things. And even like with being laid off from jobs and we lose friends and we do, we go through all of these things. It's, it, I, the sum of what I'm trying to say is this. We really can never judge, right, or blame when something like this happens. And I mean, in some cases you can. And what I'm specifically talking about is like, for example, the, the job that I got laid off from. I, those, they're great people. I love them literally to my core. And I would still to this day do anything for them. But it truly came to a point in their business where they really had to, you know, cut back. And I just want you guys to know that it is very easy in those moments to be like, you know what? I'm not ever going to speak to them again. They've done me wrong. Like they've led me in the dark, da, 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 da. And I, I don't even know why the Lord's laid that on my heart to say, but I just want you guys to know that A, we have to give grace because we were once there too. It may not be that same situation, but we have to give them grace. And on the flip side of that, if that door hadn't have closed for me in my life, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I really want you guys just to take a moment to understand that when those things happen in life, we A, have to give ourselves grace, but we also have to give grace to um, the the other end, right? Because we don't know what the inside looks like. We don't really know. So we have to give ourselves grace. We have to give them grace. And then we have to say, you know what, Lord, this door is closed for a purpose. And trust me, guys, when I tell you I was saying that, but I wasn't believing it. And I'm just being honest. That door closed for me. And I was like, what now, Lord? Like, I had faith that he had so much planned for me. But at the same time, I was so skeptical. Because I didn't know. I had no clue what those next steps were going to be. And so 
again, I ask you, that was the beginning of my wilderness, right? Like, I feel like that was kind of the journey of me going in. And through those next couple of months, you know, I really prayed and really explored some different options for me. And just, it wasn't working, right? So like I had, I had applied for different jobs and I remember I would go to these job interviews and I just wouldn't feel right. Like I would leave and I just remember getting in my car and I'm like, man, I, I don't, I just don't feel like this is what I'm called to do. And it came to one point where I was going to, I was like, you know what, God, I I know you're preparing me the right thing, but I'm going to have to do something financially, right? I'm going to have to do something. So I literally was getting ready to take a job that I really didn't want to do, but I knew that it was what I needed to do because financially, right? And when I tell you guys, this was on a Thursday that I was getting ready. I got this job offer. I was getting ready to take the job. And I remember this night I got in my car and I had a breakdown because I was like, Lord, I cannot believe I'm at this place in my life. To be honest with you guys, when I, before I even graduated high school, I had my whole life planned out. Okay. I had everything planned out. I knew what my career was going to look like, what my marriage, you know, like my family, when I was going to have babies, all these different things, right? None of that was to be, none of that was true. So I was just, I was in such a bad space. I felt myself going into a depression and I was like, Lord, I know you're going to make a way. I know you're going to do the things, but I just am having trouble having faith right now. And there's a couple reasons I say that. The first one is because it's okay to have those moments, right? It's okay to have that moment. But my pastor, um, Albert Everett Motion once said, it's okay to have a moment, but we can't let those moments have us. So it's okay if you need to go in your car, in your room, in your closet, wherever, and have a breakdown and say, God, I have faith, but I don't understand. Because here's the deal is God already knows that, right? He knows the capacity that we can reach. So it's okay to admit to him that you're overwhelmed. It's okay to admit to him that you're confused and and that you have faith, but you just feel so unstable and ungrounded. It's okay, guys, to admit that. But again, we can't stay there, right? We can't stay there. So fast forward, this was on a Thursday, okay? This, this Saturday coming up, was a concert, a Christian concert. It was um, the group Kane. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to them, but they are phenomenal. They came to Temple Church here in town. And I, me and my mom had tickets and my sister, um, me and my mom and sister who went to the concert that night. And again, I want you guys to remember, I was getting ready to take this job that I didn't really want to do. This was on a Thursday. This concert was on Saturday. Okay. So I go to this concert, the couple opening acts had gone and this local Christian radio station, MyBridge FM comes on stage and they're like, if you're looking for, um, you know, part-time work, seasonal work, we're really looking for someone to help us with sales and marketing. That was kind of like the gist of what they were saying. When I tell you, I felt the Holy Spirit tug on me. I felt the Holy Spirit say, you need to go talk to them. So I, of course, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm being obedient. I get up out of my seat. I walk over to the table. I've literally not said one word, not one word. 
And the owner of the station, Johnny, looks at me and he goes, you're here to talk about the station, um, aren't you? You know, helping out. And I was like, yes, how did you know? And he was like, you just have this like look about you. And I just got goosebumps because I was like, this is why nothing's worked out. Like I just immediately felt like this was the opportunity that I was really wanting. Because to be honest with you guys, I've been feeling for a while like God's calling me into some direction of ministry. And obviously this podcast is a big part of it. But even like within my full-time job, like I just wanted to work for, um, you know, a company that was also in return reaching out to the community and filling them up. So My Bridge FM, it's a Christian radio station. So I go talk to them on Saturday. I interview with them Monday and they literally hire me that same day. And the reason I wanted to share that with you guys is because remember how fast this happened. So I had the breakdown Thursday. This happened Saturday. God knew that I literally was at my wit's end. He knew, he knew that I couldn't handle much more, right? But here's the deal. He had to get me in a position where I fully relied on him. Because the rest of my career, thus to leading up to this point, I've pretty much figured it out on my own, right? Like, yes, of course, God's opened doors. But I probably have ignored doors because I've been so focused on a plan, right? And so I say that to say that sometimes in life, God has to get us uncomfortable, right? He has to get us uncomfortable for us to truly pay attention and to follow his plan. And that's what he had to do with me. So I get this job. This is, like I said, on a Monday, I worked with them all throughout the holiday season and um, they hired me on full time. So yay them. Um, I really love working with them. They're awesome Christian people. Um, But not only have those doors open for me, I also have always, if you guys know anything about me, I've always truly loved working with people, coaching people, encouraging people. It is just my passion. And with literally out no effort as far as really marketing and all this fun stuff, which is kind of my niche, but I hadn't even done all this yet. God started sending these people in my paths that were small business owners. Never before had I paid attention to this, right? Because again, I was so focused on my plan. So now, this to this day, I have been able to help so many small businesses locally. And not only do I get to help them grow their business, I also get to help them grow spiritually, right? And so... I I say all this not to brag on myself. I'm saying all this to brag on God. Because if you would have told me a year ago that I would be where I am today, I probably would have laughed. (laughs) To be be honest with you guys, I would have laughed. And I want to take just kind of a quick pause. And I want you to just wherever you are, just to kind of ask yourself, you know, Are you trusting God? Do you believe that what he's doing in your life has purpose? Are you letting him in enough to move in your life? I'm literally getting tears right now as I sit here 
Because I see me in the car that night. The devastated, depressed person. And it was all because I wasn't letting God work in my life and do what he had called me to do. And so I really, my prayer for you today is if you get nothing else out of this episode, that you will take some time today to reflect and say, God, am I doing what you've called me to do? And here's the thing. You may not be doing specifically what God's calling you to do yet, but are you in the midst of preparation? Are you in the right place for God to prepare you? Are you surrounding yourself by the right people for God to prepare you? Because it's so easy to get distracted. And another piece of of a piece of my life that I really wasn't planning on sharing, but I really feel the Holy Spirit say share. Um, I I believe I've mentioned it before, but I have rheumatoid arthritis. I got diagnosed when I was thirteen, and. I went through a very rough patch in life, depression, all the things, and I've kind of battled health issues my whole life, and I got married in December of 2021. We actually had our big wedding this past January, so January 2022, so we've got five million million wedding anniversaries, but you know, (laughs) all the things. Everybody's like, how many times have you been married? I'm like, I've been married three times by this but to the same man, right? Never divorced. Crazy, right? <laughs> but I say all that to say, I have always dreamed of having a family. I've always dreamed of having kids. And I was on birth control. And to be quite honest with you guys, I knew that we were ready to start trying. But I kept pushing not going to the doctor to, to stop my birth control. You know, because I... The enemy had planted so much fear in my mind that I wasn't going to be able to get pregnant. I wasn't going to be able to have kids. And there's never been any indication from the doctors that that's accurate, right? It was just the enemy using my fear already of just, you know, having an autoimmune disease. He was just using that fear already. Literally, I would get ready like that next week to go to the doctor and I would change my appointment. This went on for about a year. And I haven't shared this with many people. But this is what fear does. Fear is a real thing. The enemy is real when he gets in your head. And he was in my head. So I don't know if you, um, you know, if you're dealing with fear. But here's what I do know. Is fear is not of God. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Fear is not not of God. And so I had to come to the realization that God was going to be the only person that I allowed to rule my mind anymore. Because especially during that time where I was struggling, you know, with my career, oh, the enemy, it was like he like escalated. (laughs) He escalated with the fear in that moment. And I would like to report to you guys today that we have officially started trying. And I say that. Because there's so many of us that allow fear to stop us from doing what God's called us to do. So many of us. And I go back to God being in the wilderness for those 40 days, right? Hungry and thirsty. And I look 
I look back upon myself and like so many other times in my life and I'm like, you know, even though we may feel lost at times and we may feel like we don't know where we're going, God is always right there. He's always right there. And he will always give us what we need, even in the most bizarre times. So guys, I want to, I want to go back into that verse and I want to kind of finish, finish it out because I want you guys to hear this one part that just, mm, just makes me so happy. So it says, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that re- that resonated with me because again, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God, not the words of the enemy, not the words of the world, but the words out of the mouth of God. So what God says about you, my friends. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift up their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him. It is also written, do not put the Lord your God to test. And when I read that, I literally got chills because I'm like, yes. I'm like, yes, Lord, you go tell the devil. That's right. You tell him. And that's what I want you guys to tell the devil. When he starts messing with you and your family, you say, you're not putting me to test. You're trying to put God to the test. And I don't know about you guys, but there has been no test the devil has tried to throw at me, my family, my friends, that he has won. Because God will win the test every single time. And again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, oh, this is my favorite part. Away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. Yes, you just got served, Satan. So here's what I want you guys to do today. Whatever the enemy is trying to do in your life, whatever battle he's trying to tell you you can't win, you say you about to get served, Satan. You about to be served. So he can try to take you. And that's, you know, something else that stands out too is like, He took him to the mountaintop, right? And showed him the kingdom of the world. How many times, whoo girl, I'm getting fired up, y'all. How many times has the enemy taken you, right? How many times has he manipulated you and tried to take you to these places and make you feel like it's the top of the world, right? Make you feel like it's the greatest thing ever, right? Because that's what he does. He wants to manipulate your mind. So, oh my, I just think, oh, I just got mad. I just got mad, y'all, because I think about that. How many times has the devil tricked you, right? Like, uh-uh, you stop it, devil. No, no, no. But think about that. He 
He could have taken him anywhere in the world. And he takes him to a mountaintop. If it, yeah, a mountaintop. I'm just sitting here like imagining this in my head. And he tries to tell Jesus to jump. Basically what he told Jesus to do was like, if you're so great, jump and see if the angels will not allow you to basically fall and hit the gravel. And Jesus says, don't test me. (laughs) I think that's going to be our next t-shirt. Do not test the Lord. Because if you test in the Lord, you better watch out, Satan. So friends, I hope you will take this and truly, truly, truly put it in your heart and your mind. And just remember that there is nothing, and I mean nothing, the enemy can do. There is no place he can take you that is going to be greater than what God can do in your life. And if you are in the wilderness and you're like, Haley, I've been roaming around the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights, and nothing's happening. I am telling you right now that God will not give you more than you can handle. You will have a breakthrough and God will deliver and he will restore just what you need. Every single time. Every single time. Don't allow that dang on Satan to get in your head. You look at him and you say, no one test my God. You can't test him because you won't win. Honestly, what I see in my head, if I'm being honest with y'all, when I was reading this, I was like, I literally see Satan, right? And Jesus standing on top of this mountain and he's commanding God to jump. And I literally just see God going, well, if you're so mighty, you jump and see who picks you up. And I literally just see like our problems and all of these things like standing there with Jesus on this mountain. And I just see God pushing them off, pushing them off and they're gone. The weight, the heaviness, everything that you were, you were thinking that Satan had over you. God just pushes them down and he says, no, no. You cannot put me to a test. So guys, remember today, you are worthy. You are loved. And one thing I want to start doing after every single episode is this. I probably, a couple years ago, I've talked to you guys about the depression and all that stuff that I went through, a really bad battle with self-image. There's something I teach my clients, something I teach people, and I'm going to start doing it with you guys because I want you guys to understand this concept. But before I go into this concept, I want to ask you a question. When you think of the mountains and you think about the beaches, and all of these things that are just wonderful that God's made. When I hear people all the time, they just ooh and ah at all of these things, right? The mountains and the beaches and these beautiful views. But here's where it gets real. Everybody holding on? The same God that created those mountains that you ooh and ah over 
is the same God that created you. So I ask you, what makes you think that your worth, that your beauty is any less than that beach, than that mountain? He's the same God. The same God that created that is the same God that created you. Who are we to judge ourselves as ugly? Who we God doesn't make ugly things. God makes beautiful things and that is what we are. So here's my challenge. Here's my challenge. I want you to look yourself in the mirror every day and say, I am made by the most high God and I am beautiful. He created me. And if there's something that you struggle with, whether it's, whether it's um, self-worth or whether it's, you know, maybe there's a certain feature of, of you that you struggle to think is beautiful. Maybe it's your eyes. Maybe it's your nose. I want you to look yourself in the mirror. And I know this sounds silly and y'all probably, y'all might be laughing at me, but it works. I want you to look yourself in the mirror every single day and declare these things about yourself and say, if, if you're insecure about your nose, say, I've got the beautiful, I've got the most beautiful nose in the world until you start believing it. And wherever you are right now, if you're at work listening to this, You don't have to say it out loud, but we're going to practice. So wherever you are, I want you to, if you can't look in the mirror, I just want you to repeat after me. And I want you to say, I have been created by the most high God. I am loved. I am beautiful. I am forgiven. I am chosen, I matter, and I make a difference. Now go make today the best day ever. You are loved, you are worthy, you are chosen, you are forgiven, you matter, and you make a difference, my friends. I love you so much. Talk to you next week, guys.